Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hi friend, I'm glad that you're back. Today we will be talking about what is stealing your joy in motherhood and life? And it could be marriage, just day-to-day life, in your faith with God and your walk with the Lord. Um, what is stealing your joy? And this is something that you've probably heard before, but we'll we'll talk about it today because I've just had experience with it literally just like yesterday. And I wanted to, while it's all fresh in my mind, to kind of dive in and just tell you really what's kind of on my heart and it's just like spilling out and it has to come out. I'm going to air this episode tomorrow because I just feel like this is the one that needs to come out right now. Um, But before we get started, I want to let you know if you don't know yet, I have a free resource for you. It's five powerful ways to calm down when you're feeling triggered. And if you've ever experienced moments where you are about to lose your cool, you're not like a 10 out of 10 yet, but you're getting there and you're feeling it. And you know that if you stay in it, you're going to really get to 10 out of 10 and explode and you need to calm down, but you don't know how. And in this guide, you will have five ways that you can calm down in a heated moment. Okay. In the show notes, scroll down. Click on it, sign up, and you'll get it in your inbox today. Okay, and also I wanted to tell you that I'm hosting a training in on April 25th at 12.30 Eastern, and this is about overcoming mom guilt after you experienced mom rage or like explosive anger. Not just like, oh, you know, I'm a little bit frustrated here and there. I'm talking about like, being a little bit crazy, mom anger, where you totally feel out of control and then you're, you say and do hurtful things to your kids and then you're consumed with mom guilt. Okay. It's going to be via zoom. It's a paid training. It's only $29. I'd love to see you there. We're doing a deep dive into it. There will be replay if you can't show up live. And if you do show up live, you can turn off your camera and nobody needs to see your face. Okay. It's totally fine. I'd love to see you there. And mama, I know there's so much shame and guilt that comes with this topic and it is so uncomfortable to talk about and learn about, but I know that you are listening to this and you're meant to come to this training. I'm praying over you. If this is something you experience, please join. This is for you. God is calling me to put this training together for you and it's from a faith-based perspective, overcoming the shame and the guilt. All right? Okay. So let's talk about stealer of our joy. What is stealing your joy in motherhood and your life? 
And the answer is comparison. That is what is stealing your joy. And let's get into it a little bit. So yesterday, my church that we attend here in Florida was hosting a ladies night and they were doing um, like a tea party. And at my table, there was a group of moms, some of them already, you know, older and their kids are out of the house and grown and others are my age and everyone but me at that table was and is a homeschooling mom. And on another table next to me, there was another mama who just had a baby. She has six, no, seven kids and her oldest is eight and they're one after another. And she, I believe, I'm pretty darn sure she also homeschools. Like I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty confident she homeschools as well. And there's most moms that I have talked to at the church that we attend homeschool their kids. Um, and I just felt kind of left out in the sense of like, I didn't fit in into that table when it came to talking on this topic. I have never felt the desire to homeschool. I have never felt the pull towards it or a conviction towards it. I actually honestly don't enjoy teaching academics to my kids or any kid. I don't enjoy teaching academics. And I feel like if I would try to be a homeschooling mom, I would not show up as my best self. And I think I would have a more strained relationship with my kids if I was a homeschooling mom. That is my own decision. If you are a homeschooling mom, you are amazing. This is definitely a calling. I feel like This is a big thing that you're doing in your life. And if you feel like God is calling you to it, please continue to do that. I'm just telling from my perspective, this is where I'm at. Anyways, the thing is like, I just felt this comparison. It's me. It's not anything anyone said. It's all in my head. It's all in my mind about, especially I was thinking about the mom that has eight kids. I just, the idea for me personally, okay. And I'll have an episode this coming month, the next month all about like how we all have different capacities and different levels. I know that having four kids, this is my max. I'm highly sensitive. I'm an introvert. I don't have a big tolerance level with how much chaos and overwhelm I can handle. Some people can handle a lot more. Some people can have four kids and go to college full-time and be working moms. I can't do that. I would easily get burned out super, super quickly. I just don't have that capacity. And I was just thinking about that mom that has seven kids and um, a newborn baby and homeschooling and just that or some other moms at my table who had five kids and they were homeschooling and just the idea of it would overwhelm me. Just even thinking like if I was homeschooling, how challenging it would be and how it would overwhelm. And then I felt I'm like, am I like a failure that I can't do something that all these other moms can do. I feel like I am maybe not a good enough mom or not cut out to be a mom or um, like something is wrong with me that I don't have the desire to homeschool or, you know, or even try it, you know, with my kids. Um, Other moms are better moms because they homeschool. That is the inner dialogue that kept popping in. Now, knowing so much about mindset and knowing how the devil uses, the enemy uses our mindset to mess with us and make us feel like we are the worst moms in the world. Like, 
that's his weapon. It really, really is. That is his weapon to attack us. And as I was thinking about this, I, I really had to like, I came home and I was talking to my husband and he's like, listen, he's like, you are an amazing mom. You are doing your best. And this is what works best for a family for you to, um, serve moms this way, have a podcast and have a coaching business and for our kids to go to a private Christian school. Like this is what works best for our family. And if you keep comparing yourself with other moms, of course, it's going to make you feel bad, right? You're already doing enough. And just having my husband speak life into me really like encouraged me and uplifted me. But I was just thinking, how can I support myself when I have negative thoughts like that? Am I doing anything wrong or sinful by not homeschooling? Absolutely not. I'm not. Yet the enemy really makes me want to feel bad for not doing that. So if you're in a position like me, and let's say you are a single mom and you have to work and there's no way for you to be able to homeschool your kids. And if you tried, you would completely be exhausted and burn out. I just want to speak life over you. My friend, you are doing your best. That is enough. We are called onto different paths and different ways to serve our families. And my friend, you are the best mama for your kids. We all go through different seasons in our lives and sometimes things shift and change. But I just want to remind you that God has put you where you are today for a reason. You are in the right place. All right. There was another incident also yesterday that really brought up a lot of comparison for me that really, 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 really triggered me in a way that I have not been triggered in a very long time. And it brought up so much uncomfortable feelings. So I have deleted social media off my phone. I still use it for business. I will go on my uh, laptop um, once a day and just log in, see if I get any messages from Instagram um, because I sometimes reach out to other podcast hosts that way if I don't hear anything back via email. Anyways, so I still, my platform is still open. It's just, I'm not active on it and I don't have it on my phone to avoid scrolling and addiction and getting pulled into it. Besides the point, I joined a challenge right now. It's going on this week. It's a one a podcast boot camp all about podcasting and it's hosted on Facebook in a Facebook group. I wanted to listen to it yesterday when I was driving. So I downloaded the Facebook app and on my phone just so I could listen to it in my back pocket as I was going through the day. I did not have to sit at the desktop. And when I logged in, I saw a childhood friend who posted something on her stories on Facebook. I don't follow her on Instagram, but I do follow her on Facebook. And I started looking through her stories and she was, um, she's a little bit older than me and her husband is a little bit older than my husband. And they went on a trip to Europe and it's absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. And she was just sharing a highlight of her life, right? Beautiful, amazing trip with some of her friends and, and her husband. And it just looks absolutely blissful. And I just had this pit in my stomach. So if she's listening to this, it's not about you. I promise you, this is my thing. This is my problem. 
Um, I had this pit in my stomach feeling like I am behind in life. Like, why am I not in a position like that to travel like that, have the means to travel like that and have someone like my parents come over and watch the kids or my in-laws or whatever. And so I could go with my husband or have friends that are in a position to do that as well and have a good friendship with somebody that you could trust and just have a good time with for several days, you know, connect with and click with. And I just... Like it triggered me to the core comparing myself with this childhood friend and feeling like I'm behind in life, that I'm a failure for not being successful in the world's eyes. I am not where I want to be. And I just felt started to feel worse about my life. Like my life sucks. This is terrible. And I started to feel this triggers like feeling this internal heaviness and weight. And the enemy is really using these moments like this to attack you, I promise you. And it started to kind of feed on me. And so thankfully, this happened in the evening because I know if this happened during the day and my kids were around, I would probably be short with my kids and it had nothing to do with them. It would have to do with me and my internal state and that I was triggered and I haven't had a chance to process those emotions. By the way, me talking to you right now and talking to this microphone, it is a way of me processing those emotions and those triggers and what I'm feeling and how I'm feeling. And this is, this is how I would journal in my journal as well or talk to a safe person. Anyways, what I was trying to say is that it really, really brought up some uncomfortable feelings for me. And I reached out to another friend of mine. And I said, hey, like, could you like encourage me? I just feel so triggered, so down right now. This is why I, I know this is a me problem. You know, it's not the other person. Most of us just put highlights, right, of our life on social media. We don't really share our hard days or struggles in our lives. Some of us do, but majority of the people don't. And when we go on social media, we see highlights of people's lives. And then we compare it to our life and all the negative and struggles that are going on in our life. And we feel like our life is a mess and a disaster and their life looks all great and butterflies and perfect. And so the enemy uses that to mess with you saying, oh, well, maybe God loves them more because their life is better than yours. Or maybe you made a bunch of mistakes and you are a mess up and a screw up. Or maybe you're just not good enough. So you, you know, whatever it might be, the devil really uses moments like that of comparison to really, really mess with you, with your mind. That is his thing that he likes to attack our mind. And that's why the Bible tells us we have to take our thoughts captive. We have to bring this kind of stuff to the Lord. Um, it is good to have a friend or a spouse who's supportive and encouraging to also you know, process this with, but really we need to bring this to the Lord and ask God to work in our hearts and point us back to Jesus and point us back to being grateful for what we do have, which brings me to the next point. So what do we do, right? This is life. Okay. Let's say not even social media. We're constantly surrounded by people that are in different parts and seasons and stages of their life. And 
you want it or not, I feel like we're kind of designed in a way to compare ourselves with others. And one of the reasons I did leave social media was because of the comparison. It wasn't specifically to other moms, it was to other business owners and their platforms growing and mine not. And getting they have more engagement than I do or whatever. So that was more of the reason why I love social media for me personally, but it happens in our lives all the time. So how do we handle it, especially as Christians and believers? What are some practical things that we can do that help us handle comparison and not get pulled into it as much? And then when we do actually get pulled into it, how do we pull ourselves out of it so then like, we can work through those negative thoughts and not allow the enemy to use that against us? Okay, step one, something that is truly and completely in your control, and that is getting off social media. If you are on social media, you will feel a lot more comparison compared to someone who's not on social media. And this affects your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health, right? And that affects you feeling reactive with your kids. I've talked about this quite a bit, okay? So getting off social media um, or, you know, if you are still on social media, are you following accounts that, accounts that motivate you and inspire you, that help you, encourage you to become a better version of yourself? Or are you following people and in your circle, maybe moms that you know, that make you feel less than, that you compare yourself feel and with and feel like a failure or not good enough. Okay. So this is something that is completely in your control that you can take captive and take action on starting today. How about, are you hanging out with some friend, mom friend groups that maybe, you know, I've, talk to some mamas who had said to me, you know what, I'm in a friend group of other moms that every time I hang out with them, I feel worse about myself when I leave. I compare my house to their house. I compare my kids to their kids. I compare my husband with their husband because all they talk about is how great everything is. They're never open and vulnerable or share anything really deep and every time I hang out with them I come back feeling worse about myself and my life okay so you friends are supposed to build you up encourage you inspire you if you're in a friendship group that does not do that it's time for you to reconsider hanging out with those friends okay and pray for God to send you friendships that will actually build you up and encourage you and inspire you to grow closer to God and become a better version of yourself okay number two is gratitude being truly being grateful for what you do have in your life right now okay you can do that just in your mind or you can even do it like as a journaling practice every day. Write down five things that you're grateful for. I'm grateful I live in Florida and it's beautiful, nice weather outside. I'm grateful for the safe neighborhood where my kids can safely play outside. I'm grateful for the good neighbors um, that we have a good relationship with and get along. I'm grateful for my kids going to a private Christian school five minutes away from us. I'm so grateful for my mom who's a woman of God who loves us and prays over us and I have a good relationship with her. I'm grateful for a few friendships that I made here locally in Florida 
a couple women that inspire me, motivate me, and pray over me. I'm grateful for my husband that I have a great relationship with him. I'm grateful for the home that we live in and great landlords that we have a good relationship with. I am grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my kids' health. I am grateful that my eyes can see the beauty outside. I am grateful that I am a child of God and I am the daughter of the King and I am forgiven and I am loved by God. There are so many things, my friend, to be grateful for. Start with the little things, okay? Start the fact that you can see, that you can breathe, okay? That you have a bed to sleep in. Start with the little things if you can't think of anything, okay? Gratitude helps us pull us from comparison and pull us back into our world and what we truly are grateful for. Sure, we have struggles. We Everybody has something hard going on in their life, even if they share it or not. Something in their life is challenging. Everybody, God never promises us an easy road and an easy life. And so gratitude is one of the things that helps us focus on like what is going good in our life. What you focus on expands. If you focus on the negative and the comparison, that is going to seep and grow. If you focus on the positive and the gratitude, things that are going well in your life. I'm not talking about toxic positivity. I'm just talking about shifting your mindset and perspective to things that are actually going well in your life. Number three is changing your mindset and your perspective and how you are looking at things, okay? Tell yourself a mantra or a phrase or a script, I'm doing my best, that is enough. I'm exactly where I need to be in my life. God is in control. This is a hard one. This is a hard one to shift your mindset to. I'm not going to say this is easy. This is definitely hard. We all have different struggles and many people don't talk about their struggles For different reasons, sometimes it's a controlling spouse that doesn't want others to know and so they silently struggle. Sometimes they feel like they have this image to keep up and they have to be these perfect Christians because, you know, people should see that their life is great. They should become Christians as well. Everyone has some sort of silent struggle behind closed doors, even if you don't see it. Everyone, I promise you, if they truly opened up and shared with you, even if things are kind of going well in general, pretty well in life, there's still still some sort of struggle behind the scenes that we don't see that God is working on us through that struggle that we're dealing with, okay? Number four, okay, this is like, if you really want to compare yourself to somebody, compare yourself to a person who has it worse than you do. I know that is something that my mom would tell me um, when I would sometimes share and vent how things are hard in certain areas of my life. And she's like, and she will empathize with me and she will um, show me compassion. And she's like, you know what helps me? She's like, when thinking about other people who have harder struggles than I do, and then it makes me feel like my life is actually pretty good. And it's true. It really true. And this is not in a way like to make you minimize the pain that you're going through and the struggle that you're going through, but it just helps you redirect and feel grateful for where you are at right now. It just helps you feel a little bit better about your situation, you know, where you are in life right now. So my friend, I'm going to wrap this up. I don't want this episode super long. I got a little bit vulnerable in here sharing your with you my thoughts and the way <sighs> I've been, you know, 
dealing with some of this lately, I just want to speak life over you right now and pray over you and for God to encourage you and uplift you. And if you're struggling with this, for him to just redirect your thoughts. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray over my friend who is listening to this episode right now. I know she pressed play for a reason. I know you wanted her to hear this message. And I know that you put this message on my heart. Lord, I pray over my friend that you would help her be grateful for where she is at right now. She's exactly where she needs to be. I pray that you help her redirect her thoughts and take her thoughts captive. Don't let the enemy use that power of comparison to make her feel like you don't love her. Help her focus on how good you are and all the good things that you have blessed her with in her life. My Jesus, my Savior, I pray that you bless this mama as she goes on through her day. Help her think of five things that are going well in her life that she is grateful for. In Jesus' name, I pray. Friend, Thank you so much for showing up, for being here. I want to remind you that I'm hosting a class for you on overcoming mom guilt after experiencing mom rage on April 25th at 12.30 Eastern Time. It's a Tuesday. I can't wait to see you. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Until next time, my friend. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.